Alright guys, we're back here at Starfire. I'm sitting here with Travis. We've had Travis on before and we're going to do a little bit of Ryder Cup recap. I know we're about a week off of this, um, maybe a little bit more, but uh, there's been some post Ryder Cup activity that I kind of wanted to get a uh, handle on before we approached you guys with, with our recap. So we'll touch on the Solheim Cup as well, but uh, Travis? Welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate you scraping the bottom of the barrel to get oh, me back here. Come on, man. No. We always have a blast with you and uh, on the show and off the show with conversation. So you and I, will just to give the ladies uh, their, uh, their props. Mm, good. Um, we had the Solheim Cup. Uh, it was a 14-14 push, which uh, meant that Europe retained the cup. But uh, how do you feel about that? About Europe retaining the cup? I, I don't mind that at all. I, I like a little combativeness. I like a little back and forth. I like that there's, it's not just the Americans dominating like when the men did, when it was only the men versus the Europeans back right. in the day, or men versus UK and Ireland, I guess. So I like the competition for sure. It was fun to see like, well, somebody like Charlie Hall, who's been on fire all year. Mm -hmm. I don't think maybe she had her most favorite or best Ryder Cup ever. Uh, I don't really know how she wound up, but there were some good shots hit. And what a what a fantastic golf course. I like oh, yeah, the golf, the golf course. course. was amazing. Yeah. So, you know, what is it, because we're going to get into the Ryder, Ryder Cup, but what is it about the women in the Solheim Cup being able to have their, um, their tournament with no drama? <laughs> like, like, the only drama that I remember coming out of this was the final day uh, Lexi Thompson had a uh, really, really awkward shot, and it, to I think potentially win her match, and it didn't go as planned, which we all know that's golf. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. and she got a lot of heat for it, got a little questioned, but I mean, that was like the biggest drama for Solheim Cup. Well, yeah, this year for sure. Do you think testosterone has anything to do with it? <laughs> oh no! Egos, testosterone, no. Oh, but if you go no. back over history, like Suzanne Pedersen, who ironically is the this year's co uh, yeah. captain for the Solheim Cup, she was in like a little um, drama a few years back ago against Jenny Lee oh. uh, when Jenny Lee thought the putt was conceded because Suzanne Pedersen walked off the green, so she picked it up and Suzanne Pedersen Pedersen called her on it. And granted, Suzanne was right, but that was like a little gamesmanship in my book game. where she We're left. We're going to talk about some gamesmanship here a little bit later. And on so that, that created a lot of drama. And then maybe a year or two before that, there was a deal with Annika Sorenstam, of all people, uh, that was made to replay a chip because she played out of turn uh, during a, a Solheim Cup match. I mean, so it lends itself to a little drama. So uh, okay, even the we'll ladies are guilty. They were drama free. <laughs> but you're right. This year, very classy. Yeah, class very, very classy. Right. Very classy Solheim Cup. So, you know, hats off to the Americans. They did play well. I mean, it was a push, but, I mean, let's be real. They had a better showing than the men. Oh, yeah. At least it was worth watching. Right. Ooh, no offense, man, but I had more no, fun watching this whole After that first day, after the beatdown, let's get into the Ryder Cup. After <laughs> that beatdown on Friday, I, oh. I felt like as a fan and as an American, a fan of the Americans, like the, the, the wind had just been taken out of my mm. sails. Like it was rough. Yep. Yeah. As an American, it hurt. But I watched Saturday just to see if the 
a Europeans could close us out. Yeah. A day like, early. That, that, that's what you were looking for is like, and getting into it. And, and honestly, it looked like they were until Patrick Cantlay, <laughs> like, you know, last two holes of his match, birdie, birdie, when you didn't think it was going to happen, he came in charging. But yeah, let's talk about the Ryder Cup. I mean, we'll start with day one. Day one uh, started with Zach Johnson um, asleep, drunk mm. I, from the uh, gala. <laughs> I don't know, but started out not putting his best guys out mm. first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there were, I don't think there was a Scheffler. There wasn't a Kepka. He left JT and Spieth, you know, who eventually Spieth, JT was playing better than Spieth yeah. over the Ryder yep. Cup, but still yep. they're a formidable pairing. We yep. talked about that. And uh, so left them all, you know, on the bench for a lot of maybe Ryder Cup rookies getting out there. And it was just like, you know, I yeah. mean. Get out there, set the tone, get the points early. And don't you get the team motivated to your veterans? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's their yep. job. The guys that have been there, like your hot hands, like, you know, I don't think there was one major winner out there for the first round, first rounds on, on Friday morning. So you, you let, you know, you let Scheffler, Kepka, Clark and Harmon sit. That, that, that seems yeah. smart to me. Yeah. And now, then, then from there, you're, you know, then we got trounced. I think it was what four balls started off first, and then it was um, uh, match play after that. So yeah, uh, four ball, then foursomes. Yeah, foursomes. And yeah. then it finishes with match play. Yeah. Finish, it's all match play, but then it's individually yeah. a single. But yeah, I mean, after that first round of four ball, I think it was like now you're playing from behind. Yeah. Like it, it was rough. So we had that, and then later on that day. Going into Saturday morning, there was the uh, article by, oh, I'm forgetting the dude's name, um, but there was an article about uh, Patrick Cantlay not wearing his hat because he wants to get paid, and now it's now it's the, you know causing a team rift between them, and him and Shoffley are sitting in another area dressing separately. That was the original report that they were dressing separately. There's this whole rift inside the team. Oh my gosh! Room. Then you have so you have that coming out, over, you know, from Friday to Saturday. You have Zach Johnson's horrible press conference on a Friday night, saying, "Oh, there's a little team bug going through." Yeah, but I heard I'm that. still proud of my guys. Like, <laughs> what the? Hell? What? <laughs> so now we go into Saturday. We got another round of four foursomes and and uh, four ball, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, the Europeans now on Saturday have a chance to close out the Americas. That's why, I, honestly, why I was watching. That's why I got yep. up that early. Yep. Like, well, let's see, <laughs> let's see what happens here. And um, you know that uh, that with going on, and then the European fans are, you know, giving it to Cantlay all day, yep. and um, pretty much Saturday to have any shot comes down to forget who Cantley was paired with that day. Hmm. Do, you, do you remember? Nope, I do not. I but do it not. came down to their to their group, and they were playing against Rory and um, I think it was Rory and Fleetwood. Maybe not, but Rory. It was Rory uh-huh. and his partner versus um, Cantley and his partner, and Cantley 
birdied 17 and then sunk a long putt for birdie on uh, on 18, which caused the Americans to go nuts. They all start waving their hat at the, the European crowd. Caddy Joe Lavaca, who used to uh, be on Tiger's bag, now is on uh, Cantlay's bag. Um, Maybe does his celebration a little bit, a uh, little bit longer in the middle of the green, <laughs> which causes a scuffle between or a little verbal spat between him, Rory, and Shane Lowry. Uh, and I'm sorry, Rory, you're not that guy. I, you know, I'd, I'd give Lowry more of a shot against Lavaca than you. <laughs> like, you know, you've been on this tour since, you know, you've been, you were chosen to be the next Tiger and hand groomed for this. Highly doubt he's been in many, many little schoolyard scuffles. Let's right. Just say that. You right. Oh, I mean? come on, the fight in Irish. Yeah. Come on. Uh, <laughs> but Joe Lacava yeah. looks like uh, Joe Lacava looks like he's he's maybe been in a tussle or two for yeah. sure, right? And and so does so does Shane Lowry. Shane Lowry Shane. looks like he knows his way around the bar, like a bar, a barroom fight. Shane might have just left a barroom fight yeah. the night before. Shane yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, so that so there's that drama. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. saw that. What did you think of that? Well, you know, I kind of put a little onus on LaCava, uh, and I know I'm probably in the minority that uh, I felt like he was a little provoking, but when McElroy kind of walks by him, who knows what McElroy said that can really, like, get your get you lathered up. But also, exactly. LaCava and Cantley were taking it in the face all day, on the chin, all day by the crowds. Mm-hmm. I'm sure by that time, you're just a little ornery and wore out and beat up and chippy, and so... Who knows? Nonetheless, I just I hate to see that kind of happen because caddies should know better, players should know better. You know why? Did, it was just the end of the day and the heat of the moment got to everybody. Okay, and so I kind of I fifty percent agree with you. That's fair. I don't I don't think so, many people agree with no, me. No, I know. I, I, part of it is the old school, like you're the caddy, blah blah blah, like kind of like you know the rock used to say in wrestling know your role and shut your mouth <laughs> yeah yeah like there's yeah. kind of that there's that mentality yeah. however this wasn't in a PGA event Rory's been on record before saying oh it's just an exhibition so mm. he's downplayed it like you said we don't know what Rory could have said after a day of you and your guy and your guy taking it on the chin from the European fans yeah. all day long yep and like you were talking about um, the gamesmanship on the L- LPGA with uh, mm. what was it, Annika? Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the day with uh, Suzanne Pedersen yes. and uh, Jenny Lee, I yeah. think. I honestly think. Allison Lee. You know, after Cantley, Cantley hitting that shot, well, now, oh, it's, it was Rory and uh, Fitzpatrick. Oh, okay. That was the okay. best. Who was it? Fitz, Fitzy missed his putt. So. Rory still had a shot at birdie to make that. While I, I feel it was a little unprofessional, he might have gone a little long, could it have been some gamesmanship? Because we all know, we've to- you and I have talked about this on the pod and in person, we all know about Rory and his clutch putty. Really, I mean, it's, it's spotty. So to there, He does on, have clutch putting? To put this 18th hole Saturday, which could have pretty much sealed it up for the Europeans, birdie putt, could have been a little bit gamesmanship to get in his head. Because if it was, it worked. He missed his putt. And I really think that's the only reason why Rory was so upset, because later in the day there was 
waking up on Sunday morning on social media. There was Rory on the parking lot getting into it with Bones, you know, Jim Bones yep. McKay, who had nothing to do with it. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And it just seemed to I'll probably light a little bit of fire under Rory because he came out charging on that, uh, on that Sunday. But just a lot of drama. Then we're talking about, you know, we're talking about Cantley, and I guess we should have backed some of this up. Why they were getting it on the chin is because Cantley wasn't wearing a hat. Mm-hmm. And his excuse was, they don't make a hat that fits my head. Now, I saw a someone saying that that online, and his words were, we know that's BS because the Ryder Cup clothing budget is that of a small country. You mean to tell me Ralph Lauren or whoever couldn't have made a hat big enough for him because he wears one on Sunday with Goldman Sachs put on it? Yep. Yeah, agreed. I feel like uh, I did think that that was a little line of bull, but I wanted to believe it. But I know all that stuff is tailor-made for each one of those guys, so exactly. it's a fit. But as a guy with a melon... I can appreciate a guy who's struggling finding a hat that fits, but I can't believe that wasn't all worked out months before they got there. So, you know, the crowd was giving it to Cantlay because of the hat, and Cantlay came out, and the the report had come out from Jim Weir or something Weir, I think they got, Jamie Weir, I think was uh, was was the writer. And it was about, you know, the division in the locker room and all that stuff. It was Jamie Weir and Cantlay you know, said, oh, no, I couldn't find a hat now. Coming this week after the Ryder Cup, Cantlay was picked up on a hot mic (laughs) during the first day or during a practice round or something like that leading into the European or to to the Ryder Cup, asking why isn't he wearing his hat. And he said, I'll wear a hat when I get paid like him. And he pointed to a PGA of America official. So it seems like the money aspect was there. Now, did it really cause a division in the the room? We'll never know. I don't think those guys would ever really let that slip. But also coming out, speaking of the money side to it, Xander Shoffley's father came out the week after the Ryder Cup saying that Xander almost got kicked off because he was in contract negotiations with the PGA of America over player compensation and benefits. <laughs> yeah. So he doesn't seem like Xander or it doesn't seem like Cantley was the only one that wanted to get paid. Man, I don't know where how I'm you, at on this. How do you feel about that? Because the President's Cup, they do get paid. Ryder Cup, they get about 200000 to give to a charity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't hear anything of this going like you mentioned in our conversation before we started recording, we don't hear any of this from the European side, but it's two different entities that, that uh, organize it for their teams. It's the PGA of America for the USA and PGA of Europe for the European team. Maybe they got better compensation, stuff that they're happier with. But there does seem to be a little bit of a money rift brewing on the U.S. side. What are your takes? Mm. Well, and this is where I turn into an old fuddy-duddy, as I, as I always like to be kind of on the leading edge. And this one, i got to take a pass. i got to say, I can't imagine Jack Nicklaus or Arnold Palmer complaining about compensation. They all wanted to play. They wanted to be there. They wanted to play, get on the Ryder Cup, and kick some butt. 
right? Uh, now it doesn't seem like like that cuts it. But now you've got things like the NIL and you got college kids getting paid, and it's like everybody thinks they need to get paid. I don't know how much it costs to get over there. I don't know what those guys really get as far as benefits. Do they pay for their hotel room? Do they pay to get over there you when know, they fly? I, Do they pay for those point. things? So I thought about all that myself. Like, is it these guys are playing for pride and they're on their own dime while they're over there in your uh, in Rome, or is it? All of those accommodations are covered, meals. Yeah, you know they had that fancy gala where everyone's out with their mm-hmm. wives, and um, I feel like all that's covered. Kind of like you would have to think, right? Yeah, kind of like when I'm playing football, I got my education paid for. I thought I thought that was the trade, right. but again, see how I'm like I'm this old fuddy-duddy mentality when it comes to that. Earn your right to be there and be proud that you're there. Maybe that's part of the reason why we're struggling to win as an American team because we're so caught up in. All the other minutiae. couldn't minutia. do anything with Zach Johnson and his, and his, his coaching, could Was Zach Johnson was part of the team? I didn't know. I hardly ever saw him. Hardly ever heard anything about him. So looking back at it, now, you know, and, you know, it's, it's the Monday morning quarterback session. For sure. Now, Fair right? enough. Fair enough. We, all, we had our six guys that made it because of points, which were um, off the top of my head. If I could remember them properly, I think that was Homa. Cantley, Scheffler, Clark, Harmon, and one other. I can't remember. Wyndham? Oh, yeah, you said that. Wyndham Clark, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I can't remember the six. Whoever mm-hmm. it was, it, the six was Brooks, and then right at the end, some point stuff happened, and Brooks dropped. Yes, yeah, he missed it. And there was a six, and I can't remember yeah. who it was. Maybe it was Morikawa. No, Morikawa was, I think, a uh, a pick. Was, was a captain's Spieth? pick. The speed the captain's pick? Yeah, see, yeah. this is where I've, I've kind of lost touch because that's changed too, right? So I know the captain's picks, I think, were Brooks, Spieth, Morikawa, JT, Fowler, and Burns. Mm. So knowing that, who was the other camp? <laughs> who was the captain? I don't know now. Yeah, anyway. Oh. So out of those captain's picks, were they the right picks? Ricky didn't put any points up on the board, and we had his little kerfuffle on, uh, well, a little. 16. 16 on Sunday, match play. He's down a point. We need two, and he puts one in the water, and he gets, he, 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 uh, he drops and gets up for a par putt. He's playing Tommy Fleetwood. Fleetwood drives the green. Then he has a long, like 30-plus foot eagle putt, which he puts, I want to say, within four feet. And Yeah, it was right around three feet. The announcers were even like, Ricky's going to make him putt this. They were kind of going with conventional wisdom, and everybody was surprised when he gave the putt. Yeah, then he concedes the putt and concedes the hole, which I think pretty much wrapped it up for them. If I'm not mistaken, or maybe they had one more hole. Yeah, they got him to 14. They well, does that? But that was the surprise was because we saw on on the broadcast two or three holes before it was Wyndham Clark and Robert McIntyre. They were kind of in the same same situation. They were tied, I believe it was, or they were one down, and. they were both looking at par putts. McIntyre had like a two and a half, three foot par putt. 
Wyndham made him put it, and he missed and won that hole, which got him rolling again. And it's like, why? You know, you heard that, that, well, maybe he didn't know how close it was or what we needed. Sure. But what's your what's your thought on that? Well, I, here I take a little bit softer approach. I get why everybody wanted to make the putt. Those two are pros are going to make that putt ninety nine percent of the time. But given the circumstances and the pressure, it's a different animal, and you probably need to make them putt. But I'll go back to here's the history nineteen sixty nine Ryder Cup. You've got Tony Jacklin against Jack Nicholas, and Jack Nicholas gave Tony Jacklin this two and a half foot putt back in the day to tie the match. It'd be, it was the first time to, at that time, it was, Euro, it was Great Britain and Ireland. It wasn't all of Europe at that time. Yeah. And it was the it was first the United, time. It was United Kingdom versus Yeah, US, the UK right? versus the US. So at that time, they'd never even come close. And that was the first time the UK had ever tied the United States in points, but a tie, the United States kept the cup. Nicholas, in a press interview later, said, hey, Tony Jacklin's going to make that putt every time. But I didn't want to give him the chance to miss that putt. Tony Jacklin had just won the British Open. Nobody had won the Open at that time. No, no guy from England, Tony Jacklin's from England, had, had won the British Open in a number of years. So he was this hero, and everybody was riding high. And here's Nicholas that made sure he still like retained his integrity, retained his fame there in England by conceding the putt, wow. tying the match, and then America still kept the cup. It was, was a pretty again? cool. That was 1969. Okay. It's a great story. And th- those two went on to build a course called the Concession uh, in honor of that 1969 match. So there's, there's a good example of Nicholas didn't get roasted for that, and that was like the classiest thing he could have ever done. When I look but, at Ricky, I hope Ricky was the cup. <laughs> but we, we, yeah, we retained <laughs> the cup. Different, sir, you are totally right. And that's where, again, I'm probably grasping at a small straw to explain my side of it when really if the coach had been there or the captain had been there, maybe the captain's like, no concession of putts today. Maybe that should have yeah, been a rule or something. Because, you know, you see the, these captains wearing earwigs, and there's always a vice captain with every group. Yep. Maybe at a certain point, Zach, when he saw what the leaderboard and it was coming down to those last groups, gets on there and says, all right, guys, you let, your, you let the guys know no concessions. After maybe or even after watching that Wyndham one, okay, guys, no concessions from here on out. You make them put it out. Yeah. Yeah, that's I don't coaching, know. right? Or yeah, there's there's a coaching moment, but or maybe that was just like a foregone thought that no, he would never give that putt. I don't know. I'm trying to take R- Ricky's side a little bit on it, but no, I also I I get, get it. it. I get why that probably was not a good time to do that. So yeah, so there you know there was Ricky. So now looking back at it, you had Sam Burns, Ricky Fowler, J.T. Spieth, Kepka, and Morikawa. Were those the right captain's picks? <laughs> I'd have to go back and look at the record. I feel like, I feel like um, uh, Kepka was a slam dunk. He should have been picked, but I feel like he was kind of a, a dog. I don't think he was much help I, at I all. Think, I feel like he was on I a losing think, end. You no, know, he. I think he, if I'm not mistaken, he blew through his match, won his mat, his singles match. But that's it. He like lost big time. I and think like, he was out there on Friday, and I think they won Friday. But then on Saturday, he and he and. Scheffler went out there early Saturday and got smoked. Okay, that's all I've heard about. So I just assumed he got smoked all the way around the course yeah, all he played, the day. I think it was that Lud- Ludwig Aberg in match play and smoked. 
took it out on him because oh. huh, that was a record-breaking loss that Scheffler and he had, yeah. right? Like on nine, day seven two, or something like yeah. that. It was, it Ooh. was bad. Yikes! So yeah, Fowler was kind of a non non factor. Uh, JT was probably better than Spieth. advertised. He was better than Spieth, for and sure. better than Spieth. Um, so I think he he he, get, he garnered. Uh, I saw the point breakdown of who which everyone gained. I think he was like a point and a half. Yeah. Before yeah. for the weekend, but you know, um, online. They were talking about, you know, oh, online after um, you and I were talking about this, about Zach's coaching moment. It was on Saturday. I forget, again, I forget what hole it was, but it was a drivable par four with water up the right-hand side. 16. 16. uh, The Europeans go. They're in really good position. JT goes. Okay position. You see Spieth on the, uh, on, the, on, the, on the tee box, driver in hand. Zach Johnson appears like Kaiser Sose out of nowhere. <laughs> um, they start talking. Spieth puts the driver back in the bag, pulls three wood, and then proceeds to not only put it in the water, but put it in the water and was like 50 yards short put it, you know, oh, of anything, geez. of even hitting the green or something like that. And shortly, in one of the greatest trolling moments I have ever seen, it was within an hour or so of that, and I think it was a lot shorter, Bryson DeChambeau puts up a video of whistling straights of him driving the par four. Yep, yep. And then goes, sure do miss being out there with those guys. Ooh, that's dirty. That's dirty. But remember, it was just a few weeks ago, and you and I were talking about who should we pick, and we brought up DeChambeau. He had nope. shot that 59. He was playing hot, and I think I brought up that moment when yes, he was driving the green, and people like that got people excited and energized, and he brings a certain passion to the team that wasn't there. I'll be honest. I didn't watch a lot. I, I'm talking like I've seen some of it, and that's about it, but... I wasn't well, interested in the Ryder Cup this well, year. You know, it, it, it's tough being in Europe. And then you got to look at, and this is what really got me. I thought I was going to be able to watch more of it because I think, okay, well, it's in Europe. I think about the, you know, the, the, the British Open. Usually I'm turning that on at like 6 o'clock in the morning our time, and they're just getting started or maybe you've been into it for less than an hour. And then we got most of the morning to watch. Well, they were in Italy, which apparently is another time zone over. So coverage for us was actually starting at like one something in the morning. And we were catching, when I was waking up at five o'clock or something to turn this on, I was catching the tail end, dusk, last hour and a half of it. So it was really really tough to kind of get into and watch mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i had to rely on the last you know hour and a half of coverage what i'm reading it on like espn and stuff like that in the in the in the, the clips of what's happened during the day on on tv to kind of put together a picture of what's going on never mind that on friday i'm at work yeah yeah and i'm reading this going you yeah, know? you've had to cobble it all together. Yeah. We're losing our tails. You know, it's, yeah, just, it's just, you know, it's just, it was just one of those things. And I don't know. I mean, then I talked about this with Josh uh, on our Ryder Cup preview. Did you hear 
you hear about the Keegan Bradley drama? No. Mm-mm. So he hadn't either. Um, one of the podcasts that um, I can't really stand the guys, or some, some of them, but they do have some good takes here and there, so I still listen to them, mm-hmm. um, is the Foreplay Podcast through Barstool Sports. There are a couple guys on there that, you know, there was there's a guy um, uh, named Frankie, and then there's a, there's another dude on there who used to be a editor for Golf Digest, so he's still riding real hard for the PGA. PGA Tour can't do anything wrong. And a lot of that comes out through their talking. You're like, and you want to be like, come on, guys, really? <laughs> like, but they had an interview with Keegan, and Keegan was talking about the night before um, they, the picks were supposed to come out. He gets a call from Netflix and the full swing special asking if they could come video with him, which hypes him up. Thinking, why would they want to video me? And, you know, oh. So here he is thinking that he's going to get picked. Come to find out, it might have leaked to them that he wasn't. They wanted his reaction. Oh. Not for the joy side, but for the... The drama the of drama reaction, the rejection. Yeah. Oh. And, um, but... I still, I, I still am going to go on record, and I really don't know who you who you pull off, because I think Sam Burns did decent as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. Colin did much, um, but I still think that just DeChambeau, Dustin Johnson, and Keegan Bradley, for sure, should have found their way somehow in that Ryder Cup, and I remember reading. While they might not, you know, you, people see them on live, and while well, Dustin's doing great on live, Patrick Reed has always been a big name, and I think isn't it that him and Patrick have always been, or Dustin and Patrick have always been, um, they've always been uh, partners. They were. I don't know if it was just Dustin or it was the combination of Dustin and Patrick, if they were, but one of them was like seventeen and one in Ryder Cup. Hmm. I know Reed's had a pretty good record, or they call him Captain America. Yeah. I don't really know what his record is. I also couldn't tell you what Dustin's is. Here's what I do worry about. We can always challenge picks, and I actually like that part of the game to see if they were right or wrong. But um, uh, it's. I hope we don't have some big tribunal or put some big commission together again. To Why is the Ryder Cup failing in America? Why can't Americans win the Ryder Cup when they're overseas? And remember a few years ago where they put that big – like Davis Love was on it and Fred Couples yeah. and all these guys were on it about how we need to redo it. And Tom Watson got kicked in the face for his bad captaining. I, I felt horrible for the legend Tom Tom Watson. I hope they don't sit down and do a big commission like that again. It's no, just play better, play harder. Well, a lot of stuff was coming out afterwards online and through all the golf pundits and the golf pages. Um, like who should be the next captain and, and – Came out this week, uh, whoever, I forget the guy, again, I'm forgetting names, but there's a guy from the Ryder Cup, he's, he's an older golfer, wasn't Watson, uh, but he came out and said that for the next Ryder Cup, it's Tiger, Wood, it's Tiger Woods' job to turn down hmm. as captain. But the next Ryder Cup's in America. <laughs> I feel well, like so that's a slam dunk, right? Well, we yeah. got a little bit of drama there I want to touch on too, but yes, it is. Oh. <laughs> 
too oh, much drama. Yeah, we got, we got, yeah, again, like I said, there's too much drama. And it involves Rory McIlroy. You're really going to oh. love this one. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Rory. Drama. Oh, Rory. No. So they were talking about this online. And as a joke, like, I threw up the name John Daly. If you don't think John Daly's going to get some, some dudes psyched out and ready to play. But also, Tiger and Phil, if they could co-captain. <laughs> now, do I think that's going to happen? Because even though there's been there's, – there's a, a, a – and this is why I think we failed. It's because the, the live rift. Even though there's this whole merger thing on the board and they're still on the table and they're working their stuff out and everyone says it's going to go through, there's still, there's still a rift with live golf. If honest, if honest to God, if Zach Johnson would have sat down and said, all right, man, I need the best golfers to round this out. Now, Brooks was there, and the, let's face it, the only reason Brooks made it is because he won the PGA of America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He won the PGA He had a of second at the Masters and won the PGA. Yep. And mm-hmm. this is hosted by the PGA of America. That's why Brooks was there. Because if he hadn't, live golfer don't think he would have been there. But you're leaving guys on the table. You're leaving DeChambeau. You're, reading, you're, le- you're leaving Patrick Reed. You're leaving Dustin Johnson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, these are big names. Bubba Watson has been you know, a Ryder Cup before. Mm-hmm. Like, and, just be, and, and if you look at the live events, like, you, you might think you're superior to them, but they're still golf events. And they're still modeled like from tee boxes and, and play after uh, after PGA events, after the standard protocol of a of an event, they haven't done it. I mean, they've added the team aspect, but the golf is still the golf. And these guys are playing great golf. To leave them off because of some little rift, if that's what happened, to me is it's a little childish. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know if we could ever prove it. I don't doubt that there's something to it for sure. The point is, like. You still have some of the world's best players on another tour that maybe would have had a chance had they had a chance. You know? Like, I'll tell you what's going to be interesting. Do you think next year in the President's Cup, because they alternate it, I'm not mistaken. Correct. Mm-hmm. Think Cam Smith's going to be left off that world team? Right. No, not the, they need a Cam An- Smith. You think Abraham Ansher's going to be left off, or Joaquin Joaquin Neiman? Yeah. Off that off that world that off that world tour for that world team? No. Yeah. Now, granted, the flip now the Europeans won. But we were talking about you know the team aspect. Two big Ryder Cup European names weren't there, which were Sergio Garcia and. Uh, and Ian Polk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, did it seem to, to matter to them? But no, but let's be real. One of the reasons, if not the main reason, they were left off is because they're on live now. Matter of fact, I read coming into the, the week leading up, Sergio Garcia, before those picks were made, it came out that he had approached the DP World Tour and was willing to pay a $700,000 fine so that he could make himself eligible again for the Ryder Cup. And they still turned him down. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, yeah. The Liv has just thrown a big wrinkle into everything. I can't wait till we get through it. I, I, want, them, I, want, them to merge in, I want them to merge in harmony. Yep. And I would yep. love to see, you know, a few select events outside of the majors. 
on the PGA Tour where the rider, where the uh, live guys can come over and play. And then I'd like to see a rotating PGA Tour team on live where, you know, they can rotate some of the PGA Tour dudes into a live event. And let's, you know, mm -hmm. if you want to say that one, mm -hmm. then let's see what happens. Yeah. Because what happens if, you know, you know, let's just, you know, let's just say USA, uh, blah, blah, blah. Let's say they give, oh, who would be a good person to put up? Let's say they give Scotty Scheffler a team captain spot on live. And then each event, he gets to choose the other three guys that he wants to be on and he chooses Oklahoma, and, and they go out there to play these live guys, but then don't win any of the events. <laughs> Why don't you take a one more? Why don't you pick, make McElroy a captain on oh, live? Yeah. Now yeah, I'd yeah, watch. Yeah, now I would yeah, watch. Yeah. I'm interested now. But now speak. Yes, yeah, speak. So, <laughs> so there was okay. So to finish up the drama. We talked about it. Brooks Kepka took a picture after the Ryder Cup with. Surrounded by, he was in the middle, and he was surrounded by Ricky Fowler, Sam Burns, Max Homa, and Xander Shoffley, all wearing Smash GC, which is Brooks's team on live, T-shirts, with the with the uh, with the quote saying um, with the quote saying uh, making money moves. <laughs> now. Knowing how Cantley has felt about money and the little scuffle that Shoffley had, there were some internet speculations going that the way Shoffley was standing there with the number one up, that could Shoffley be making the move to live to go play on uh, Brooks's team? I, I don't, I don't know this. Um, but I like that. I like that it's stirring the pot. I had not heard that until you said it. I hope that gets a little more popularity because I'd like that little conspiracy theory to be right. out there for sure. And then I teased it. The, the last drama thing was Rory. God, this dude. <laughs> you know, for a guy that was so likable up until the live, the live break, his publicist or his wife or his parents or someone in his camp need to tell him to shut the F up. Because here we are, right after, right after the Ryder Cup, Europeans won, no feelings are high. But he goes out and says, you know, one of the most biggest things is to, uh, for the Ryder Cup, for a player, excuse me, is to win, to win a Ryder Cup on foreign soil. Or, foreign, or on foreign, ah, is to win a Ryder Cup on foreign soil. And that's what we're going to do at Beth Page. Is that like a little Joe Namath action? You're predicting your win? Rory, first of all, if Joe LaCava got under your effing skin, <laughs> a New York Beth Page crowd <laughs> is going to bury you. Yep, yep. Bury you. You will cry. <laughs> Those New Yorkers and New Jersey natives who are just, they will make you cry. It's a different crowd. It is a different animal completely. And if you don't think after this embarrassment that the USA is going to find another captain. And I wouldn't be surprised if it is Tiger Woods. And 
they, Tiger is going to put together best team possible, despite whatever's going on at the time, to stick it to your and give them an embarrassment like they gave us, you've got another thing coming for you. Because I guarantee you it's going to be it's going to be a different story. What do you think? Oh, man. Well, I just hope they all get paid. <laughs> now, look, again, I get it. I get, you know, the, the paying thing and wanting to, you know, the possibly. I'm kidding, actually. You know, but <laughs> no, no, I know. But it depends. But, you know, I'm torn between. I, I get that, like, should they be getting millions? Hmm. No. But, like, if you gave the guys $500,000 and said, all right, you know, a minimum of 50 of this, 50% of this has to go to a charity, what you do with the other 50, whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. shut a lot of people up, and you can't tell me they don't have the money. Look at all the merchandise that they throw out there and the different companies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The licensing. I mean, I mean, Barstool ha- had stuff out. Peter Millar had stuff out. Uh, uh, you know, all I saw for like the two, three months leading into the Ryder Cup was every almost every single uh, um, every single you know clothing company out there with their their version of Ryder Cup gear. Yep. Yep. You can't tell me that. I mean. Yeah. You just you just didn't see Tiger Woods begging for money. You didn't see Phil well, Mickelson Ty- begging be for real. money. Let's and- be real. Let's be real about Tiger. Tiger collected the bag before he even played, before he even played his first round of professional golf from Nike. Right. Agreed. Agreed. But, <laughs> but Patrick Canley isn't hurting either. You oh, know, right no. now. No. Granted, I he's, mean, he's he's he, well, he's a FedEx Cup, uh, Cup championship. Yeah. Has he won any majors? I believe he has. I don't know. He's so like enigmatic to me. I don't. Yeah. Uh, but still, I mean, look at I mean, look at Tommy. They, they, who was it? They were talking about someone on tour. That um, they were talking about someone on tour that uh, nothing but top. Oh well, you know what? Here it was Brian Harmon. If you look up Brian Harmon, he had won. He had only won like two or three events mm-hmm. up until the made the, the Masters, but he's a consistent top ten finisher, multi-million. Yep, yep. And all he does is like he likes to hunt and fish. Yeah. He's just a simple guy, former Georgia Bulldog. So, yes, I he mean, just. If, 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 if we're to be mistaken and think that, uh, you know, what's his name? Um, Patrick Cantlay's hurting here for the bag. Right. No. <laughs> Patrick has won multiple events. He's a FedEx Cup champion, which that event alone, if you win, is something like. Well, I know this year was like what twenty mil. Yep, yep. And he mm-hmm. won it what two years ago? I think it was like fifteen or seventeen yeah, or something I, I, at that I, time. It goes up whatever, a little yeah. bit each year, but yep. still, it was a he had he had what beaten Bryson out the event before, which I think was like a BMW, and then won the final one. Yeah, he's making money. Yeah, yeah, he's making money. But so sorry, I got a sidetracked on that. that the whole point is like, man. I, I don't know whether they want to pay them or not. I just, I, I don't even want to make a big deal about the Ryder Cup in general. It's like sometimes we're going to lose. And when it was just the UK against the United States, we won all the time. And I don't know what was going on back in the 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s when we were winning all the time. If Europe was going or UK was just over there having commissions and trying to figure out what they needed to do to play better. 
Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should change it. Maybe instead of, uh, you know, since they've taken the whole continent of Europe now, maybe we should just take the whole continent of North America and add some of these Adam Hadwin and Canadian golfers into it with us. Oh, yeah, we get a, like a Tom Kim in there. Yeah. and You bet, yeah. Oh, is it Connor? Who is that, Corey Connors? Yeah, Corey Man, Connors, yeah. Adam Hadwin. I mean. Then do we get Mexico as part of that? Who's a good? We get Lorena well, Ochoa. Yeah, well, growing up, oh, that's again, I, you know, the little one is 12. And growing up, it used to be North America, which was, you know, Canada and America and the United States. Then Central America, which included uh, Mexico and like Guatemala. And okay, yeah. And then yeah. there was South America. Right. Now, I think it's. I don't know what it is this year. I don't even know what it is this <laughs> Like, I remember, I remember this Are we showing that we're adults now? We're, like, we're I, out I of touch. I think I saw somewhere, honestly, that North, like, like, that, uh, that, that Mexico was, was part of North America, you know? You had an act of North American free trade agreement right, right. between America. Yep. Who knows? Yep. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've taken it from Solheim Cup all the way to NAFTA. All the way to NAFTA. That's what we do, that's what we do here from the fringe. But uh, so that's our Ryder Cup re recap. Um, do want to ask your opinion on one thing. Came out this week. I don't know if you saw it, so I might be blindsiding you with this one. But next week is the Shriners Invitational in Las Vegas. I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's at Shadow Creek. Oh. Uh, Nice, Am I yeah. right on that one? I, you know, know, I don't know. I would imagine so. I feel like Shadow Creek's part of the rotation now, uh, but I'm not sure. So Shriners, in, I'm going to look it up real quick. Invitation, invitational is, um, let's see, uh, TPC Sum, Sum, Summerlin. Oh, okay. Um, and that's been, like, on the rotation for years, TPC Summerlin, yep. Lexi Thompson has, has has announced that she will be playing in the event. She got a she got a sponsor's exemption. Nice. I want to see her kick some boys' asses. <laughs> you know, that's what I wanted to happen when Annika Sormston did it, and when um, uh, Michelle Wee yeah. did it. I wanted to see that, and it just didn't prove itself out in the pudding. Yeah, I don't now, think, Lexi, I don't think. I don't think uh, Michelle ever made a cut, to be honest with you. No, uh, no. But uh, And she was thrust into it at a young age. I yeah. feel bad. But I wanted to see it happen. Granted, Annika beat a few guys, but I don't know if Lexi's got it. She can hit it. She can flat hit it. I'm a big Lexi Thompson fan, but I don't know if she can I make the cut. I, I, I want to see more of this because I, I believe we touched on this on the last one. We were talking about the women. They have that Volvo Classic, Scandinavian Classic of the DP World Tour, which is a straight-up head-to-head mixed event. And two years ago... Uh, there was a woman that won, won it, hands down. Yep, yep. And, you know, I know we got the mixed event later on this year, which um, which is going to be, I think, December. It's in Florida. I'm forgetting, the, I'm forgetting the name of it. We did talk about it, but there was a pairing. It was going to be Jessica Corda and Ricky Fowler, which was a big pairing. Well, Jessica's now pregnant, so she can't play. And I think I read that Lexi's going to be his, be his partner now. And that's great, team golf, you know, partners. But I really, really think, A, the LPGA can hold their own. But for just exposure for both brands among, you might have some LPGA watchers that don't really watch the PGA. You got, I know for a fact, you got PGA golfers that don't watch the LPGA. 
And for God's sakes, for them to just want to find one event during the year, maybe during, maybe during the summertime, in between all the, you know, in between what, uh, I guess it would be, let's see, the U.S. Open and what's, what's the, uh, the second or the, or the Masters, the first It'd one. It would be Masters, PGA, PGA, U.S. Open, and then Open. Okay, in between the U.S. Open and the Open, maybe ha to, to, to drum some more, um, some more uh, viewership mm. during that kind of summer lull. Because there is a real lull in between the U.S. Open and the British Open. Because once the British Open happens, then, then we gear into... The FedEx, FedEx, the FedEx, yeah. so it gears back yeah. up. But there's a little lull there. And um, maybe to have a head-to-head -head mix event, LPGA, PGA, I think it would be off. Yeah, I feel like they've dipped their toes in with the Windy Street Tour Challenge. Uh, back in the early 2000s when Tiger and David Duvall and Annika Sorenson and Makari Webb were kind of their, were their respective like peaks of their game on both tours, they would pair those up and it'd be like Kari Webb, David Duvall takes on Annika Sorensen and Tiger Woods. And that was really cool. And I'd like that, but yeah. I'm a golf dork. I'd like them to dip their toes back in, warm people up to it because I do think there's an opportunity and those girls can flat play. And that's one of the reasons I like your podcast is you devote time to the LPGA. I listen to another golf podcast that I won't mention that doesn't talk about the LPGA ever. And it's a shame because those girls can flat play. Here's the problem. It's like Lexi Thompson is going to go play there. I don't know what TPC Summerlin's playing, but a lot of those guys are playing 7,400, 7,600-yard 7, golf courses. The ladies are set up, you know, max like 6,900 yards. That's a lot. That's a lot. Now, when they did that mixed team or that mixed format, the ladies were, were playing tees that were comparable, so they'd have similar clubs and so on I, and so I'd forth. I'd have to see how they do it for, for, the, uh, for the ball, though. Right. But let's let's – Look, just because these guys might be a little bit longer off off the tee, let's not forget. And you and I discuss it. I guarantee you. And I will go out and say a guarantee. I guarantee you, Lexi is more accurate and in tune with her entire bag than some of these PGA Tour golfers. They rely on driver, and then it's well. It's what kind of was the course set up in Rome? They knew that the American, that the American men <laughs> players rely on driver, and then the next shot, and that from about what they said 220, 220 to one eighty, in they were horrible. But that's what the European guys excel at. Yep, yep. That's what the ladies do too. They don't again. They don't have that length off the tee. I think the average, the average driving on the LPGA is somewhere I think between 250, 270. Mm -hmm. Yep. When the PGA yep. is is you know 320 plus. So they have to know those middle those those middle clubs, you know, and I think that's where the, they would excel. Sure. Now again, I, I'd be interesting now to look up after that that comment over in Europe on the DP and that that Volvo Scandinavian mixed. Do the women play a different set of tees? Yeah. It, 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 almost, it almost goes like another, another tour idea that I'd like to have, and I don't know if I've ever mentioned this to you. If I have, please stop me. But I think it would be really cool to see the Champions Tour versus the, uh, 
the, the Champions Tour mixed event with the uh, PGA Tour. Just pull the driver out of the uh, PGA Tour's bag. Yeah, yeah, cripple them, cripple them. Let's, let's put Bernard Langer out there. Let's put uh, Colin Montgomery. Yeah. Let's put, uh, a, what is it, uh, 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 Ponytail and the Cigar. Oh, uh, Jimenez. Jimenez, Miguel, Miguel Jimenez, Jimenez. Yeah. yep. Mm -hmm. let's, let's put them yeah. out there with, with some of these tour players playing the same set of tees. Well, let's just take the driver out of the PGA Tour, Tour players' back. They could throw another club in there. They want to put another wood in there. Absolutely, go ahead. Take the driver out of their hands and, let's, yep. and, and let, let the uh, champions guys have their full bag. Just take the driver out of the PGA Tour guys, and let's see what it looks like. Yep. Yeah, they say Bernard Longer with his five wood is better than most guys with their five irons. So I mean, there, there's some game to be had. That and guess who's more used to using a five wood. It's the rest of us golfers yeah. out here. We're used to five and woods, again, right? That, and you, you know, you complimented the LP, but that's why I like watching the LPGAs because, you know, and I, I've, I'll, I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. It's just I can relate to the club selections and the distances of them more than I can mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. watching the PGA guys. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Well, Travis, thank you very oh. much. Man, thank you. Sorry for my. Poor Ryder Cup knowledge this oh, year. 2023 a, was a tough was, year for Ryder Cup. Conversation. We'll have to come <laughs> back and do some more talking. I'd like to get you on more, at least once a month, just to spice things up. But, uh, guys, thank you all very much for listening and tuning in. This is Travis. We're coming from Starfire again, and you all have a great one.